welcome to Chess Talk episode 191. We're back with a regular episode. We're playing some chess and we're talking. I'm here, Cody, your regular host. Brittany's also here, my regular co-host. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we also got a special birthday boy all the way from oh. Seattle. Yee. <laughs> Can you I'm add here. in like a air horn later? There we go. Tyler, where are you at? <laughs> He'd do it so good. <laughs> He'd so fucking do it. So yeah, Rob's here. It's his birthday, so we're playing chess, and I'm gonna let him win because he clearly wink, needs wink. needs me to. Didn't he let win him. the last like few times? Uh, he won the last one, and then I won the one before that. It's a uh, five to three right now, but one of those mm-hmm. is a is a con- uh, a Cody concede. Uh, but yeah, we're back. Regular episode after our Clue episode. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Seems like everyone's digging it so far. Would love to hear some feedback on if it was too confusing to listen to or if... Tyler yeah. made it worth it. I Yeah, <laughs> Tyler makes all those episodes worth it. Hence why he was on. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about Shazam because we all saw it early with the Fandango early screenings. And then we're going to talk about some trailers that have come out as of late and then... Since we are a video game podcast, technically we're going to talk about a video game with The Division 2. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about first? The trailers? Yeah, let's do that because then if we get into Shazam, we can actually do a true like, hey, this movie's not out yet and we're going to spoil it. So yeah, be aware. So the whole first half isn't just don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just skip this shit. So I want to probably just talk about ma first just because we just saw that yesterday and it just kind of came out of nowhere it's a horror film it's like a horror thriller blumhouse right i think so yeah starring uh octavia spencer yes yep which is the weirdest thing i've ever seen yeah when i saw her i was she's been in uh quite a bit i know she was won like an oscar she did i think so she was in green book i think because i remember seeing her on stage that was viola davis no I'm pretty sure it was her. I'm looking it up. Because oh, she, she was in The Help and The Shape of Water. Yeah. Yeah. And she did win, win an Academy Award for The Help. Anyways, so yeah, Ma looks super interesting and uncomfortable. Do you think it looks interesting? Yeah. I, I thought it's... it looked like super shitty, but continue. <laughs> All right, hot take. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I just it looked very interesting because it's it's one of those film it's it's a it's a weird film to 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 see I think after with along with us, but I guess it kind of makes sense because it is kind of a horror film, mm-hmm. but it, it, to me it fits more along the lines of like happy Happy Death Day to you, like those kinds of campy films, those kind of Blumhouse movies. Yeah, and whereas you have us, which is I, I don't want to say higher brow because that's that's not the right term to use, but like it's got it's like a, I think a step up in terms of quality yeah. than kind of the base Blumhouse. Um, it's one of the Blumhouse ones that knows it's not serious. Yeah, and is trying yeah. to just be fun while also kind of scary. Right, right. And that's so not like, my kind of thing, but I get it. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like I've seen that movie before. I can't think of any examples, but it I was is... like, I I've never heard of anything like this. It was weird. I think the green room was a movie that was kind of like that. I swear it's like a cliche. It's like you meet this random new person and then turns out they're fucking crazy and then they start killing people. Like I feel like that's a cliche. I mean, they start, yeah. they start coming to your podcast. It's just really weird. <laughs> Rob, it's your your first. Oh, move. Play? <laughs> yeah, you have to play the chess. Oh, play the, the game. Chess. All right, there you go. <laughs> I mean, the trope at like it's very broken down fundamental level, yeah, but like the execution is different like it's a modern take on it because yeah, it's all like, like through social media that she's like keeping contact with the, yeah, the, yeah. the kids yeah it's weird it's creepy and they are kids that's so just a whole other thing too yeah like, they're probably seniors in high school i'm sure that's what they're gonna say yeah. but yeah i don't know i doubt i'll see it even in theater or even on dvd are you seeing it in theaters no 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 okay uh, <laughs> i was like uh, are you upset about that i am so upset oh my gosh yeah, I, I just I, I'll probably watch like Netflix when it comes out because it seems interesting. Yeah, because we we all saw us as well, but we're waiting till next episode to talk about that, and that was mm-hmm. one of the trailers before us. So then we wanted to talk about Toy Story. Yeah. Toy Story four. I haven't seen Toy Story three, so really. Yeah. What? Just never saw it. You're so, gonna be kind of confused. I'm assuming that this new family is the people that buy the toys from the because isn't there a garage sale at the end of toy story 3 no 
No, the how how family. You gotta watch daughter. Toy Story three. <laughs> well, yeah, Rob said daughter. It's just some random kid. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think. Maybe I should go back get, and watch it. I think <laughs> it's been a while. I only saw it once, but I think the toys get donated. Yeah, they that's... get donated to like a daycare, and then Andy gets the toys back, but he gives them to Bonnie. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's what happens, but it's been a while. It's been a I hot was, minute. Yeah, because I remember the whole like plot took place at like the daycare, so I'm assuming that like they got donated there when Andy went to college. Yeah, I I'm not super interested in the movie after seeing the trailer because I've seems like toy story keeps hitting the same notes where woody gets lost and has to yeah. find his way back and he finds these new toys but oh wait they're bad they might not be <laughs> jesse wasn't bad yeah but the sure. prospector was oh yeah the prospector so but jesse and uh bullseye weren't bad mm-hmm. they were his true friends and then yeah. Bo, because she was totally gone from the third one and they don't really like talk about it right i'm pretty sure and now it's just oh she was out in this weird toy village land thing i'm curious i want to see yeah i mean i'll probably see it but it just i have to keep telling myself yeah it's a kid's movie like they're not trying to yes do anything super creative with their story mm-hmm. or what's they're going not on reinventing the wheel yeah it's just how do we get them into a new setting oh they fall out of a car again it's really just how do we get more kids whose parents will give us money how do we make more toys so people have more things to buy from us how do we print money faster what's the cheapest toy we can make oh a fucking spork with googly eyes on it I put it in the movie it. i like that it was almost meta about how ridiculous of a toy it is mm-hmm. it's funny and it's tony hale that's the buster bluth he's the voice of forky Oh my god, that is yep. that's even better. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I just looked up uh, who was the voice, I saw in on the Wikipedia page that they're just kind of using like old recordings of Don Rickles for Mr. Potato Head. Because so he the, passed away. 2017. 17? Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even remember that. Yeah, because yeah, I remember he <clears throat> passed away. I just thought it was like shortly after Toy Story 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm sure Mr. Potato probably won't have much of a part in yeah, it. Yeah, they're just going to like take like old footage of him probably and be like, this could work in context. Yeah, I guess. Just him reacting. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sad. Just like a, I'm like glad a fever dream not gonna of Don Rickles. Pretend like Mr. Potato Head doesn't exist anymore. Or... Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they did with Bo. Just wait till Toy Story 5 for them to explain the Potato Head backstory. Why do you keep doing a drop? Because I, I, my queen can't move. I, I, I'm the queen is the one with the crown, the cross on top, and I can't no. move it forward. No, the this one the you queen? just moved is the queen. Okay, ignore the drop, the pullback. Because okay, then I was, <laughs> I made a mistake here. Okay, ignore that. Anyways, uh, and I didn't mean to offer a draw. That was not what I meant to click. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, why the fuck would I draw? Nothing has happened. We've made seven moves. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, because that comes out in June, I believe. I think so. Summer blockbuster. I think most of the movies and TV shows we're talking about in the trailers come out in June, July Yeah. era. So yeah, I'll probably see it. Probably watch Toy Story 3 finally and just, just to talk about it, just to throw my two cents in there. Yeah. What about you, Rab? I don't know. Are me, you? I feel... Did you miss the Toy Story generation? No, I was I was definitely a part of it. It's just it's it's one of those things. It's like okay, what more? What other stories can they tell here? Apparently, not. Apparently, the same one. Yeah, at least based I, on I the mean, trailer. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 weird to me because I'm like I definitely want them to do more, but I don't know why they're doing more. I don't. I, I just rather I think it's maybe because their IPs are just maybe not good enough anymore. Where it's like okay. Maybe we need to, like, crank out some stuff. What was the last Pixar movie that wasn't a sequel? Uh, Coco? Coco? Was Coco a Pixar movie? I'm pretty sure Coco was. I thought it was just a regular Disney movie. Disney Pixar. Yeah, I was like, it looks like a fucking... Okay, never mind then. I thought it was uh, Brave. No. Yeah, it was Coco, and then before that it was probably Big Hero 6. Yeah. And then... forget about that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, they're probably just in a mode right now where they they're on that cycle where they want to do sequels and just make 
an easier bet on money and then if they have a couple good years then they'll be willing to shell out for a new ip and see where that goes because i know they're also doing the frozen too i think they're just right now they're just trying to like save up so they can experiment again there is another move there is they have one coming out actually what onward there you go um i I thought i saw a trailer for this but i I think i'm wrong um guess who's in it well we're wrong about everything octavia spencer's in it That's funny. Yeah, that's why she was at the Oscars. There you go. Uh, It's Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Octavia Spencer. The film is set in a suburban fantasy where humans do not exist. Populated with elves, trolls, and sprites, where unicorns are as common as rodents, two two teenage elf brothers embark on a quest to discover if there is still magic in the world in order to spend a day with their father, who died when they were too young to remember him. Sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Disney, why sad? Sad, Sad, but also like, hey, everybody can relate because death chris pratt and tom holland as a buddy cop brothers yeah basically picturing buddy cop elf brothers they aren't elfing around so that trailer there's also the new quentin tarantino movie Mm -hmm. once upon a time dot 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 or once upon a time in dot 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 hollywood i thought it was just once upon a time in hollywood no there's a dot there's an ellipses is there yeah i just watched a trailer (laughs) But is that like the official title? It's on the poster. It is. He is correct. <laughs> Questioning That's everything weird. I say. <laughs> I think it's so they can do the Hollywood stylized as the uh, sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, okay. you know, be clever. And like in the trailer YouTube description, it was like something, something, the story of 1969 that you could only hear once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh-huh. So. It looks interesting. Uh, I thought, because I know Sharon Tate is in it, and it's going to have her murder be a part of the mm-hmm, story. Because the Manson family is, like, all cast. Yeah, and the trailer doesn't really allude to that at all. Yeah. It just goes over Leonardo DiCaprio, who he is as an actor, and his stunt double, Brad Pitt. And then, like, you see a shot of I'm, who I'm assuming is Charles Manson, but there's mm-hmm. no indication that's who it is. It's just, it's a fucking short wiry guy with a mustache sitting outside a van Mm -hmm. so i'm like oh that's probably charles manson yeah but that's pretty much it it just seems to be about actors life in hollywood so i'm interested to see the story it's going to take and how it's going to lead up to the tate murders and the manson family so all i've heard about that is that sharon tate's his neighbor oh dicaprio's yeah Mm. because when i first heard about the movie i thought it was going to be mostly about the manson family thing but I guess that's just going to be a, an event that happens. I have a feeling it's like going to be kind of just like background noise and then it's going to happen and then that's probably going to like lead to the wrap up of the movie. Yeah. Like I feel like it's not going to matter for most of it and then all of a sudden it's going to be a huge part of it. Yeah. That's what I would imagine just because it's a, such a crazy thing that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Is Wasn't it rumored to be like one of his last movies? Isn't that what people are saying? I heard that Hateful Eight was supposed to be his last movie. Yeah. So. It's just a thing that people say about Tarantino. Yeah. So that gets publicity. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I didn't see Hateful Eight. I saw Django, though. Really good. Yeah. I've heard it's really good. And this one, I care more about the plot and the setting mm-hmm. as opposed to Hateful Eight. So I definitely want to see this one in theaters and just see what his spin on this story is because I'm sure it's going to be pretty brutal yeah i think so i I think it's a little bit interesting are you a fan of his work i i do enjoy his films um i think they're fun i think they're fun and they're also very well done in 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 the way of them being fun kind of like a popcorn flick um but they also present different things to think about while also just being very like surface level enjoyable but also if you like really look into it oh hey there's something else going on underneath underneath the uh, covers let's let's dig into that and it's, you yeah. can go back and watch it over and over again. I think it's true for most of his films. The only, only exception I think it was was Django. I think Django was just like... It was very surface. <laughs> yeah, it was very much like, we're just going to do some shit. It's going to be fun. <laughs> and then you're going to like how you feel at the end of it. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. Plus, I got Brad Pitt and, and you know, Leonardo DiCaprio as the, as the main uh, character. So mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't really go wrong there. Have they shared a movie before? The two of them? I don't think so. Yeah. I'm trying to remember... But I can't. I can't say for certain that they have. Has Brad Pitt been in a Quentin Tarantino movie before? Mm, 
I don't believe so. I don't think either of them have. Leo was uh, in Django Unchained. In oh, yeah, Unchained. that's right. Yeah, he was the plantation. He was also... Oh, yeah. wait, no, no. I'm thinking of uh, Gangs of New York, and that was definitely not Quentin Tarantino. That was not Scorsese. I think that uh, was Scorsese. That was? Scorsese, yeah. Okay. Because I know Departed was Scorsese yeah. as well. Departed. Yeah. Departed. Tangent. So, yeah, we're all excited for that one. I'm very excited. And then the last trailer we're going to talk about... I did want to mention also, because when I saw Us last week, there were different trailers before it. Yes. And there was one called Booksmart. Yeah. That looked yes. basically like Broad City, but teenage girls. And I'm so excited. Yeah, I want to see a trailer for that. Because that looks, comes out June, I'm assuming June or July. Yeah, it looks genuinely hilarious. And it's Olivia Wilde's like, directorial. directorial debut. Mm -hmm. Like feature length. Yeah. yeah. That it looks, looks like super bad, but for girls. Yeah. Um, and then also, there was a movie called The Beach Bum yes. with Matthew McConaughey. And it's Harmony Corinne's new movie. He made Spring Breakers. Kay. Did you ever see that? I, I know of it, yes. It's a weird fucking movie. Yes. But I'm kind of excited for that movie, too. Mm -hmm. So I know you haven't watched those trailers, but mm -hmm. those are two movies that I'm excited for. Those both look really good. I saw, mm -hmm. We saw those as well. Snoop Dogg's in The Beach Bum. He is. Great. Everybody's little dog. <laughs> the cast was just stacked. Yes. Stacked. Fact, on stacked. stacked. Interesting. So the last trailer. The last trailer is for TV, a little show that some people have heard of. It's called Stranger Things. It's a little indie show. Yeah. Oh, it's. Uh, oh, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, you should check it out. Stranger Things season three, and I feel like this is the most jam-packed trailer of any of them i feel like there were so many different shots and just so much happening but it did a good job of just giving you like little snippets of scenes we have no idea what's gonna happen i i don't know what they're doing in this season i have no idea and i like that yeah i'm just like oh these are really cool scenes but there's still like little moments like with um steve at his job with uh, I can't remember his name. Dustin. 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 Yes. Yeah. How many kids are you friends with? Yeah. Just. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just seems like they're it showing. It just seems fun. It seems yeah. like a really fun like thing. But that was the underlying like stress of it all. Like it's going to get real weird real fast. Yeah. Because on top of that, there were shots where like you'd see everyone. It's like, oh, they all look so fucked up. Like they all have scratches on their face and bruises. Mm. It's like, so some shit's going down. It's mm -hmm. just, they don't show you any of that. Yeah. And then so. Will's arm randomly, that one short little clip of it. What he's him, like, like in the shower in the rain or something. Yeah. His arms like got like a, like a spider web, like veiny thing going on. It looked like the uh, fucking black mark from pirates of the Caribbean, just like spiraling out from his arm. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Wait, no. <laughs> wrong franchise. Didn't, season two end though with him like coughing up some weird that was how yes. season two ended no that was season one yeah sorry season two oh, ended right. where like the upside down version of the school was like oh yeah watching the school and yeah. sting played i'll be watching the police. yeah sting <laughs> essentially sting no. it's almost like there's like something is orchestrating all of this i think this, may, this yes. might be an uh, an explosion explosion exposition um, ex exposition Exposure. into the fact expo both of those words together explosion um that they're what is the, what are you trying to say? I'm I'm trying to use my words here. They're basically going to I think expand upon okay. the big bad this the season and maybe ex expand upon that there's always been a plan um, since Eleven opened the gate more or less, and or now, since that one company like started experimenting with right. the upside down. Right. So now they're gonna start showing that. So do you think that the monsters, I guess, of the upside down aren't just like their in natural instinct is to just destroy things like you think that they're kind of sentient and well i think the big thing is sentient and they're all like a hive mind okay so okay. kind of that. kind of yes but yeah, it's mostly the main one is the controller that'd be interesting because in my mind i was just like all the things in the upside down are just kill 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 they're kind fucking, of what's the alien xenomorphs yep. yeah i thought like that's just what they were I mean, this I've, is the thing that we do. I feel like for right now, that's all they've needed to do mm -hmm. because anytime they interact with a human, it's something that is trying to kill them. And so they're like, yeah, just wipe them out, get yeah. rid of them. They're so, just misunderstood. Maybe. I mean, the monster we saw at the end definitely does not look misunderstood. It looks like it needs, <laughs> it looks like straight out of Doom or something like that. Just, just this, big. Yeah. Huh? He's just big. 
yeah, he's a big boy and he's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what I'm getting at. Though is really is like there's something uh, something else is going on, and I think that they're gonna have opportunity now to kind of expand upon it. Did they? I think there's what 13 episodes this season. Fuck. I didn't know. I don't know. I don't they, know. They, really, they, re- they released the episode names like like two months ago. Oh, geez. that's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. They always do. they've done it last uh, two seasons. Oh, okay. Well, they'll release them early and then they'll still show a teaser. Yeah, I liked that. It's also not just going full sci-fi and just like what's happening because you saw the shot of um, Nancy and Will's brother. I can never remember Jonathan. his name. Jonathan. I'm assuming they were sitting there for a job interview because Jonathan's wearing like a dress shirt and a tie and Nancy's wearing like a dress and they're both waiting inside the Hawkins post. Oh, that. Yeah. I just thought it looked weird because her hair looked styled. Like... It looked like frizzy. It looked diff- weird for the time. Like, yeah. It looked like she was dressing from a different p- time period. Yeah. So, so, so I have a question. I forget. Are Jonathan and the sister together or is Steve and the sister together? Jonathan and Nancy are together. Yeah. Okay. They ended up together. Steve is just Mama Steve now. Mm-hmm. That is his relationship. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I think yeah. it's okay. So I, I like that shot where it shows like, okay, like they're done with high school. They got to move on and still be relevant and then there was also mike talking about how they're not kids anymore and they can't just sit around playing games and Elle's his girlfriend huh and Elle's his girlfriend did they show that really Mm -hmm. i don't remember seeing that in the trailer it was like a quick flash like they were like either hanging out or like they just kissed like not like it was like some build-up moment just like Mm -hmm. that's just their life Mm -hmm. that's a thing now i know like cute i like that uh max and l seem to be friends mm-hmm. i thought that was a cool because i was worried that max would just be for lucas yeah yeah but no she's actually getting along with her group so mm-hmm. let's talk about billy for a minute that beefcake like Ooh, what, what's he up to whatever he wants I hope to they be do, like a sandlot thing oh, I but hope, like revert but reverse yeah i hope yeah. he like actually seduces a mom this season he basically that, did yeah i want to see the completion of it <laughs> Jesus. Seal the deal. <laughs> you want to see him I want penetration in Stranger Things Season 3. Stop Jesus. it. <laughs> this is a kid's podcast, I think. <laughs> what did I sign up for? It's a Disney-sponsored podcast. Not anymore. <laughs> we um, lost our sponsorship, sir. We lost it before we even had it. So yeah, I think it's, I, He gets a cheerleader killed. I think that's the, one of the clips to show her like drowning later on. Oh, I think shit. he gets that one killed. I don't remember that. Fuck. It's 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 a it's a it's kind of a uh, blanket mix kind shot. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is the it's the same one that he like walks up to early on in the trailer. Yeah. And then later on, it shows her in the upside down like drown like sinking into water. Oh, I thought that was eleven, Mm-mm, like going so. into the upside down. I thought. So I think too. she's. I think eleven sees her though. Hmm. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. It's a mystery. I July Fourth. Like I haven't watched the trailer in like a week or two. What song was playing? Wasn't there like a song? Pinball Wizard. What? Pinball Wizard by The Who. But like Um, a remix. Yeah, I was like, I I don't know. It's a solid remix. Season three coming out. There's supposed to be five seasons. And I'm... If this season takes a weird turn again where they start to introduce more of those mutant type people, then I'll probably bow out of the show. What if they do it better than that one episode? I just don't want it to be an x-men show that's my issue with it i don't i want it to be more sci-fi horror standalone yes she is her own person that is the outlier of these experiments she isn't a science experiment number 11 i mean she was science she is but i don't want it to be like oh and there's 20 more of you Mm -hmm. and they're all like being drawn to hawkins because blah 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 how was that again (laughs) <laughs> blah, blah, blah. that's what it Got says it. in the script i think if executed well it would be fine but i definitely agree that there's potential for eye rolling i just like but my hawkins cast you like not change no they added max and i thought she was great billy's great i just like him being hawkins and not a total bottle episode what if there's no more bottle episodes good okay that's what i want Okay, we good to move on from trailers? We've only talked about it for 20 plus minutes. Yeah. That's a lot. Right, go ahead and talk about your game. So our game, it's a Cluedo. <laughs> I played so much Clue after I know. Last week. <laughs> That's why I said it. Anyway. 
you bought DLC for it. That's how much you played it. <laughs> Did you not, not want me it. to say that? It's not worth it. Yeah, but the characters are cool. Yeah, but it changes nothing. Anyways, Rob and I, we did our nerd diligence, I guess, and we played a new game that came out this year. What a surprise. <laughs> and Big old so, surprise. Division 2. Did you play Division 1? Oh, yeah. Oh, did you like it? Uh, it, was, it was good. I just didn't... Uh, I don't think I, I, I didn't latch on like other players did because I was already playing um, Destiny, I think, at the time. So, right. Um, it wasn't something I was able to like. I don't have much time with. I did enjoy it, but my biggest problem with it, and I think it's still true for this one, is that it's too realistic. But we'll get into that in a second. Yeah, I would agree. Um, this is aside from Borderlands, this is probably my first of the modern looter shooters, which I also wanted to touch on. Borderlands Three being announced during mm-hmm. this, so this is I would say it's like my first real dive into this genre of video games, and I'm enjoying it. it I think it's a very good mindless game i can get home from work play it for like an hour and just kind of zone out just shooting terrorists essentially and then not really think too much about the story or what i'm doing in the mission because they're all pretty linear like there's no puzzles or anything it's just keep going forward and shoot anything that gets in your way yeah that's and it's i am right there with you i think it's really fun my biggest challenge is that as you get further along there's not like more enemies or anything like that or like slightly harder it's like just bullet sponges yeah no because i'm only like six and a half hours in i'm saying only because this game uh i talked to one of my friends uh friday we got dinner with him and he was like oh yeah i got like 40 hours into it i was like what the fuck so i'm only six hours in and i'm level 12 and it's like i haven't seen any new enemies ever it's like you got the they all shoot at you, and then sometimes they'll throw a grenade. Sometimes they'll send a RC, RC car cars. at you, or sometimes they're shielded. And then the bosses have just a lot of armor. That's it's no difference I've seen. Yeah, it's pretty. I think that's pretty much the gist of it. I think the real fun comes from going to the dark once you beat the main storyline. Yeah, the main storyline seems pretty short because I've only done three or four missions. I want to say like I have aside from like getting to the white house and everything like once you get to the white house after that i think i've only done three missions because i think there's just like one mission one main quest mission per zone at least yeah that's what i'm thinking and on the percentage i'm like 40 percent done with main missions yeah that sounds right because i've done all the side missions of each zone yeah uh... that's pretty much what i'm doing i'm just going through the side missions and getting like the caches and stuff just because again it's mindless and i just go run around and shoot and i like the city at least just like the urban combat i think is a really cool feel and that's what sets it apart from the destinies and the anthems it's just it's not just this big open space with rocks and grass it's like no there's like broken buildings and buses and just different things that are real relate to it more as it being like an actual dystopian area yeah like i can kind of get like the layout and i can get like okay it'll take me a roll to get all the way across this hallway because I understand the size of this room and like I can picture it if I was there. But you mentioned yeah. like being too realistic might be an issue. Early on, the game is is very good at like putting that bullet sponge mechanic away and letting you kill people pretty quickly. But when you get further along the game, there's no scale of that. Like no, they just get harder to kill, and so to me, it takes away like the realism of it. Like, what you're describing is it looks very real, but then when you're fighting people, it's like, this is taking forever. I'm shooting this guy in the head, and nothing is happening. Yeah. So, I like think I'm... if they if they expanded across, like, the different enemy types as you got further along, maybe make it more armor and stuff like that, that would be a little more believable. But it's just their guys. I think the hardest thing I fought was earlier today, I found a big a dude with a big shield. I'm like, okay, this yeah. is kind of... I get this. this. This makes sense. Like, this dude's got a big fucking shield. He, he's going to be hard to kill. But every other guy... Every other guy's hard, like hard to kill, and he's just like a dude you're shooting in the face. Yeah, he just a dude with like his arms exposed that you're shooting at, and it's not doing any more significant damage. But I think that it's interesting. It's they could easily get rid of that complaint because they have some sort of like drug that the hyenas use and are like infusing themselves with. And right. I think it would make more sense if, as you progress throughout the game, you fought more and more like drug addled people that are just clearly like out of their minds on drugs and then it would make sense it's like oh yeah they're not going to stop as easy because they're just totally strung out and they're not feeling the bullets even though you're shooting them 10 times they're going to still stay up and shoot at you i feel like that'd be interesting to apply that logic into the game but 
at least from right. what I've seen, they're not doing that. It's just, oh, you know, just, just shoot them. Shoot them more. Shoot 40 bullets of this light machine gun. Just, they'll die. Sometime. Eventually, they'll die. Yeah. So, it's interesting. I'll probably play it. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to necessarily stop, but I'll probably, like, put it on the back burner and just pick it up whenever because I do want to play Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. And I know the Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Like, that I want to get eventually. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so far it's fun. Uh, as it stands right now, I'd probably rate it like six and a half out of ten. Just, it's not bad. It's a little above average. Like I went into it kind of expecting to be bored by it, and I'm going back and playing it. So, I like it for that aspect. It's very approachable. It's like you can jump back in and start playing it pretty quick. Oh yeah, like as soon as I decide to play it within two minutes, I'm doing a mission and yeah. going around shooting people. So that helps to bring you back into it yeah definitely i think that, that that's got one thing it's going for is that's easy to jump into a game or jump into a matchmaking session and it's just really like go for it oh yeah and i think because of like how new the game is just matchmaking takes like less than 30 seconds when i did a main mission earlier i just queued up and then i think it was literally 10 seconds and i had a full party and we just ran through and cleared it out yeah oh yeah uh but yeah the borderlands came out and i saw a lot of interesting discussion on if this video game will do as well now that the genre has kind of like saturated itself even though this is one of the pioneers of the genre i don't know if you had any big yeah. thoughts on it no i mean that's kind of the same thing is that like they've not doesn't mean they've done anything different like they got one billion guns that's cool but like to me yeah exactly like you're once you get a certain point you're just going to drop all the guns off that don't matter anymore you're gonna look for a certain few stat lines and a certain different abilities and they're gonna go for those nine out of ten times so that doesn't matter to me too much. And then story-wise, like, they got the Siren back. They got some of the older characters, like, as, again, as, like, uh, NPCs. But I'm just curious, like, where are they taking this story? And not that the story is the most important part because it's a loot shooter. Yeah. But, but I mean, at least with Borderlands, like, there is more of a coherent story that people care about. So I feel like they should be hoping to knock it out of the park. Otherwise why would people play this over the other games that may have perfected it because they've been actively developing and working on these games, whereas Borderlands been in the dark for almost seven years at this point. Right. And on it's top been of that, a long time. it's not, it doesn't even look like it's a new engine or anything either. Is it from Borderlands two? That's so, that's funny. You said that, that they're running on unreal engine as uh, unreal, mm-hmm. unreal four or five, whatever the current version is. I think that's it's something five. I, I work at, I brought the same point up. I'm like, I, I get the people like want stability and stuff. Cause someone argued that a new engine really wouldn't matter, but I'm like, then what are they really bring to the table other than a game that they've just like reskinned a lot of stuff? Not even reskinned. Yeah. They've just redone a lot of stuff and added a bunch of new like cinematics and characters. Yeah. Cause like, to me, why, why is this why? game coming out seven years after the fact and why didn't it just come out in the regular like two three year release cycle exactly that's my biggest question like if they came out then they probably would have destroyed it as well because destiny still wasn't out well destiny might have been out but you know what i mean right well no no no. yeah it's uh it's just i don't know that that whole whole perspective of milking this franchise because they still had money to burn or is this actually gonna be a good game worth getting yeah i don't know i tried to play borderlands 2 several times and it just doesn't grab me maybe now it would but I have not really any interest in the third coming out. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested, but tentatively so. Cool. Thanks for enduring with us, you not video game nerds. Again, in all the episodes I put timestamps for discussions. Speaking of which, we're going to talk about Shazam. Shazam. And we're going to be spoiling the hell out of it. So if you haven't seen it yet and you want to, look at the timestamps. Yeah, probably until the end of the episode. You could probably just check out but again check the timestamps and be warned of spoilers three two one shazam so i was eh also you rob were... you need to fucking move you haven't moved since like trailer talk oh well you know i'm busy <laughs> I, th- I thought i moved well balls okay <laughs> just been sitting here staring at it well, oh wow just... your pawn yeah get fuck nerd it took <laughs> him a while pawn. to decide and then instantly I, would... I just took it <laughs> I was um, considering my life choices. What got me here? Shazam. I I was disappointed, I would say. And I I think that's probably myself. I kind of, in my head, I kind of put it on this pedestal of, based on the trailer, it, it looked like it was going to be a quote-unquote savior for DC, and it was going to like change up the formula. 
and it was just going to be somewhat different enough. And then, like, when it was just kind of average, I was like, oh, well, I wanted more from that. So I don't know if it's just me coming to terms with, yeah, it's still just a whatever origin movie or what. You were really excited for it, right, Rob? I was very excited, and I don't have that same opinion. Oh. I, I, I... I had I had to remind Madeline of this because she had a similar experience that you did, Cody, because she was like, it looks, it looks actually pretty good. And she was turned off initially because it's a kid's movie. Like, it's ostensibly just a kid's movie. and I have feelings oh, about that, though. Okay. But keep so, going. It's a fun ride to go on with these characters because, like, you're experiencing what billy is going through and as a child because he's what 13 or something 14 something like that. something like that yeah you know it, it's, it's just he is having to come to terms with what he is now and that perspective is of a child so you can't go in just because he's like as powerful as superman more or less for the dc stuff he's still a kid so it's 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 molding your perspective to recognize that i, I do that for Matt. i'm like hey just remember like I, you expect it to be batman superman it's not this guy is a kid doing kid shit and he doesn't know how to be a superhero so take that with a grain of salt and that was even more reinforced by the fact that there was like i want to say 60 percent kids in the theater at like 7 p.m on oh, a Thursday really? night. yeah wow. or was it saturday night saturday night yeah it was almost all adults with their kids there from that perspective, I, I it was it was good to kind of shape that. And she goes like, "Okay, no, you're right. It was good for its merits. It wasn't supposed to be as a dark, you know, DC film." I just think that they wanted to go that route, but then they also couldn't help themselves from being the dark DC thing because the bad guys were these fucking crazy CGI demon monsters. That they were anytime, the seven deadly sins. Yeah, anytime they're on screen, it had a close-up shot of them screaming at the top of their lungs, like. To a kid, I feel like that'd be pretty terrifying. And they even, they straight up murdered like this entire boardroom and they showed a lot of the murders. They showed one person getting their head literally bit off and then the body slumping onto the table. So it's like, is it a kid's movie or is it DC just being DC? Like, that's why I had an issue with it. Having this kid humor and this family friendly humor, but also wanting to show dead bodies and wanting to show people being literally killed. That's fair. I I wouldn't say that it's not a, it's not a bad take or anything. I think that's a good point to make. Um, but that being said, it, it stuck the same chord that kind of Marvel does, where they didn't that they, except for the one dude whose head gets bit off. Like they didn't show blood. They just showed like them being attacked. So they tried to keep it a little bit more low key and very different than say BVS, where Superman yeah. or sorry Batman Superman like literally just destroy people a couple times like. Very yeah. clearly that that person is now uh, a quadriplegic or dead. Whereas this film, it, aside from the dude's head gets bit off, like they're people are gonna be fine. I don't know. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I think it was a good addition to the DC landscape. I'm hoping that they don't decide to go solo films. I think they can incorporate Shazam in a better way than they than they've done with the other mainline heroes. And I think the story was actually not awful. I think it was actually a pretty decent story as far as DC goes. I think I liked it better than Aquaman. Or I seen Aquaman, with, so yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, I think it's like on par or better than Aquaman. Um, mainly because I think the CGI in Aquaman and like the campiness of Aquaman threw me off. Whereas this is definitely like a kids film, and you kind of appreciate it for being simple. But yeah, I thought, I thought, it, was, I thought it was a good film. I liked Adam Brody. Wait, Adam Brody. Oh, Adam Brody. Oh was yeah, 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 yeah. Superhero yeah. Freddy. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I took a while to figure out where he was from. I was telling Brittany, or, uh, Madeline, I was like, I know he, he's the OC guy, right? He's from the mm-hmm. OC. And yeah. she's like, I don't know. He Dave Rogalski. That's mm-hmm. right. That's from Gilmore Girls, not the OC. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that, that is also right. So. Yes, it is right. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to sound like a dick. I mean, they're not listening to it, so. No. It's like, it wasn't that great. I don't know. Yeah. I, was... I think it just didn't know what kind of movie it wanted to be. Like, you already talked about that. I just, I don't think it was like a conscious decision i just think they really didn't know what they wanted to do that i'll yeah. agree with 100 percent. i think i think maybe it's what cody was talking about but my biggest problem is the film took too long to get to the point it was way too long like yeah i think especially with thad's opening like that really stretched it out and that was like right off the bat i was kind of confused as to why they had it because they show you oh like this is the wizard this is the power this is what you're gonna do and then it's just immediately okay now we're with billy and we got his fucking intro now and then we finally get back to the wizard and he explains it all again and it's like 
so i don't get the point of thad's like it could have just shown thad being like i was also that Mm -hmm. like when he first introduced to shazam like Mm -hmm. i don't know it just it took too long like they added so much fluff and they added so much character development that ultimately i feel like didn't do much Mm -hmm. because i don't care about thad i still don't care about thad he's not like a tragic villain yeah i don't care that his dad almost died from a car accident that he caused and is now in a wheelchair for some reason don't really know why they felt like he needed to be in a wheelchair maybe it's just because that's how he is in the comic book but i mean what's the difference between him what if he had just died like he needed to come back and kill him as revenge i just don't know why they made him be in a wheelchair because it's because saying got, that got, he was him... injured in the accident. Yeah, like, like that's the only what? way that they could show. That's the weirdest gripe to have. No, it's just, I don't know if it added anything. Like, they made it such a specific shot of, like, showing his wheelchair before he killed him. I think I think really what that was, they wanted, really wanted to milk uh, the actor that played uh, Alexander Luther and just really milk that uh, character cameo. Oh, is that, like, a well-known actor or something? Yeah, he, he, played, uh, he played Lex Luthor's dad in Smallville. Uh, okay, so... It's more behind the scenes. No, I don't think that's why. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> uh, no, I think you're totally right. I think they could totally get on Thad's thing as like a brief like flashback, and yes. and just explain like this is why I'm going after Shazam because X Y Z and fight. Yeah, like, like when you could show him doing this crazy stuff with the eye, and then like when he finally meets Shazam and like he hits him and he catches the fist, that would have been a good spot for Shazam Billy to be like wait, how are you doing this? And then, like, he has this evil villain monologue of how he was trying to be the chosen one and failed. I feel like that would be a better spot for this. So it's like you focus on Billy in the intro, and then Act 2, beginning of Act 3, you see the villain and where he comes from. I don't know. Just for me, I feel like that would have flowed a little nicer. Yeah, and that's one of the things I said to my friends uh, who hadn't seen it yet because they didn't get this ticket was like they just need to tighten up the scripts like their films are going too long and they don't get to the point fast enough this shouldn't have been a two hour and like 10 minute film it should be like an hour and 50 minutes yeah it's because it's like all these origin movies are writing themselves anticipating that they're going to be a trilogy whereas if they just focused on making a really good first movie that's pretty straightforward and to the point then in the next two movies you can really dive into the exposition and backstory and get more creative with the villains and things like that right but when you shove all of it into one movie it just you're less likely to have a trilogy yeah i did like that they had a lot of throwbacks though in at the rock of eternity they had mr mind um in the cage the the caterpillar in the cage early in the film and then Mm -hmm. later on he he shows the cage is broken and they had like the the i forgot the mirror's name there's a mirror there what the Um, fuck yeah i am not familiar with captain marvel the DC Captain Marvel, like, at all. So yeah. I had to look up who that fucking caterpillar was at the end yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't take it seriously. I was like, is this a fucking joke? No, he's, like, he's a end pretty... credit scene? He's a pretty big dude. Him and Mr. Mixelplick are, like, one of the two, like, obnoxious, like... Like, reoccurring villains. villains. Yeah. They, they've been around for, like, decades. Like, they... there's a couple... Mr. Mind came out shortly after Captain Marvel did, which was in the height of World War Two. And so Mr. Mind was, like, in league with Hitler. Yep. Like, that's Mr. Mind's origins, essentially. Like, that's the yep. level of evil he is. So yep. is he, like, Red Skull, or is he, like, the Thanos of DC? Red Skull. Okay. Red Skull. He's, he's... Thanos is uh, fucking Darkseid. That's... Darkseid is the Thanos of DC. Of yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, he's... So he's, like, kind of a Hydra-esque <laughs> entity, because he has okay. this, like group of evil essentially mm-hmm. but they're, again they're banking on there being a sequel and us caring about this fucking evil caterpillar so i'd like to see a sequel to shazam i want to see if they can kind of tighten up the script and make the character kind of shine because i loved zachary levi zachary levi was great i honestly thought the kid that played freddy was really good yeah he's i feel like he's doing a great job in the two movies i've seen him in what else was he in it remember he was the hypochondriac kid he was the hypochondriac mm-hmm. kid yeah fuck yeah. i didn't mm. know that yes <laughs> i thought he was great yeah. i feel like he just has very good comedic timing and so it he lends does. itself well to this kind of movie where mm-hmm. it's he could be the breath of fresh air mm-hmm. if they really embrace those strong points like 
Zachary Levi and Freddie and, you know, I thought the, like, family thing was cute, even if they all weren't great actors, but, Mm. like, I thought they had good chemistry together and, like, those plots were really wholesome. Yeah. They, like, write it better. Yeah. I feel like a sequel could be really good. Yeah. And have a better fucking villain. Yeah. I feel like the family aspect, now that it's kind of done, they can, it'll be better for the sequel. So, interesting you say that. So, nerd time. I did not expect them to do the Shazam family for this film. I didn't know that was going to be a thing. And Brittany, yeah, Brittany, she figured it out while she was watching it. When it happened, I was like kind of surprised. I was like, oh, this is a cool, different twist. Like, that's one of the things where I was surprised by the movie, and I like that about the movie, is that they had this like team. Anyway, yeah, continue. It, definitely super cool. So, it's, it's not. Um, I don't think it's normal canon for that to be that way. I know one of the big standouts is from uh, the alternate timelines from the comic books during the kind of second, the first rebooting they did like in the mid two thousands in alternate timeline, they had the Shazam family. And like, that was like one of the big differences between this alternate timeline and the mainline DC stuff. And so I was not expecting them to go and do that. Whereas like Marvel has the ability to pull things from like the ultimate ultimates DC mm. doesn't have that same kind of parallel universe thing going on. Usually it's like some sort of uh, inversion of the existing stuff. So then to do that on a uh, a timeline that doesn't exist anymore was very interesting. Um, but there is, you know, previous, like back in the you know 40s of there being a Shazam family, but not to the same degree. So mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised that. But I thought that's really cool. I just wonder if it's going to be permanent or if they're going to revert back to being just, just humans and no longer champions. I have a feeling they will come into play in other like group meetups like if they ever do a justice league type thing again where there's a big enough threat that they need multiple heroes i feel like that's when the shazam family would come into play because i think it's going to be a lot harder from like a budget perspective to have six superheroes in every single standalone shazam movie it just doesn't i don't think it's feasible Uh, it'll be interesting and I'm, i'm excited i was really hoping that they'd have an easter egg at the end with uh black adam showing up yeah because uh, that was rumored for the longest time that black adam was going to be in the movie and the rock was going to be his counterpart and nothing but it's going to be a solo film i guess um at some point in the future there's no timeline for it yet so that's kind of interesting does black adam really exist outside of the captain marvel comics yeah no he's a he's a very large figure when it comes okay. to DC, he's just he's you don't see him much because he often is the counterpoint to uh, Shazam, Captain Marvel. But he does play roles. He's kind of he's not necessarily a villain, but he's not necessarily a hero. He's not really an anti-hero. He's really a character that kind of fits in where he's needed to protect his people because he lives like in this like secret realm, kind of like Black Panther. So he's a true neutral kind of character. Yeah, more or less. But he does do evil shit. So you know. Well, yeah, but. He does good things too. So chaotic neutral would that yeah, be better? Yeah, like chaotic neutral is probably more accurate. Yeah. Anything else about the movie? Are you guys feel ready to rate it? Mm, yeah, I can rate it. Britt, you ready to rate it? Yeah, you guys go first. Though. Out of ten. Out of ten Asian stereotypes. Out of ten wheelchairs. Out of ten Hitler caterpillars. Asian stereotypes. You want Asian wait, stereotypes? Wait, wait, I don't. I don't want Asian stereotypes. You're talking about? Did I miss? Yeah, you didn't. See, notice that the Asian kid, I can't remember his Eugene. name. Eugene. Eugene, yeah. He was the playing nerd. Starcraft. Yeah. Yeah, he was the nerd playing video games. He knew about Street Fighter and all that. He was the hacker and he was he used nunchucks and he was like, I know how to use these. Just I don't know. I thought it was too on the nose. It was yeah. weird. And like that was the only kid where they did stuff like that. Like that was the only mm-hmm. like ex- more exposition than than like yeah. yeah, little black girl or the other one characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like he got the most character quirks. There was one like throwaway line from Pedro, the other kid. What? Where like when they left that strip club, uh-huh. and they were kind of like being weird about it. I think Mary asked him something. He was like, "Yeah, it's not really my thing," and they never really addressed it. I was like, "Huh, that's cool." Setting up for that sequel. He's a gay boy. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Gay and he lifts. <laughs> and it was like just this casual thing. I thought that was cool. Yeah. All right. How many? How many uh, strip clubs? Out of ten. Out of ten strip clubs. Out of ten plot device strip clubs that There's don't so make sense. There's so much glitter. <laughs> I thought she was cute. <laughs> she was cute. Uh, I'm gonna give it a five. That's where my stance is. 
Okay. I didn't think it was bad, but I'm I was disappointed by it. Yeah, they could. There's a lot of fat they could trim from this, so I'm giving it a five. I'd give it a six. Mm. It was. It made me laugh. Yeah. I didn't it was Transformers hate it as much good? as. That, I only that... ever saw the first one. It wasn't yeah, the first perfect. one good. Yeah, perfect. It's the only one that matters. Yeah, I was like, the first one was good, right? It was, yeah. It was, it was years... good for Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> That's not saying much. <laughs> it was It was funny. I'm sure it was probably better than the other DC movies that have come out, to be honest. I would... It's probably like a, a couple inches ahead, like in a race. Like it barely beats it. I just like they didn't take itself too seriously. It did. It had tonal issues, yes. but I like yes. that it was just funny. I like Zachary Levi. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. Zachary Levi go. is the reason he gave it a six. Yes. Which is fair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's worthy of that. Yes, he is. All right, Rob, give us that seven. Yep, it's gonna be seven. Uh, I, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think it was amazing, uh, but I also don't think it was a five. I think it was it, right in the right in the middle of uh, being okay and great. It was entertaining. It had fun stuff going on in there had a lot of future potential to make the dc franchise good and it was not a bad film to watch just on, on its own but definitely have, need some work to make it a better film and it, it's, it's not it's not even close to being a bad marvel film did you like it better than captain marvel because oh, i, I i've been point. i've been seeing a lot of debate going out and a lot of people saying oh, this is the better captain marvel and i'm just confused <laughs> by it Oof. um <laughs> yeah like i'm I get I how know. some people could be like, yeah, they're similar, but I just, I don't know. To me, just... I don't know. That's a good, that's a good point. I, know, I, I think Captain Marvel, if it was, if I watched it in a vacuum with no other knowledge of any other Marvel films, I'd be, I'd be a little more hesitant on it. But because there's so much lore steeped into that film, mm-hmm. I think I enjoyed it for all that extra, you know, ex- explanatory backstory. Yeah, um, it's made for Marvel fans. Right. And so you've done your research, so you get more out of it. Right. And not the fact that, like, the buddy cop-esque nature of it was also really fun but also yeah. the parallels with uh freddie and billy so you know yeah but they're kids and they're kind of stupid whereas yeah. with captain marvel it's like they they're have a legitimate kind of plan they know what they're doing eh, do they yes they yeah they, of... <laughs> they're they know what they're doing adults sam jackson can do no wrong he trusted a flurkin a cat he trusted the cat I don't yeah know. it's not a cat is it a flurkin? I think it's flurkin. Something okay. like that. Some weird. Rob, fact check us. Which fact check what? <laughs> the cat in Captain Marvel. What's it? What's it? Race. Flurkin. Species. Flurkin. Flurkin. Yeah. Okay. Dab. Dab on the haters. Uh, so, that'll do it for this episode. I'm pretty sure. Who won chess? I resigned. I was. I, yeah, I made a. I made just... a goof. I mean, he just stopped earlier. playing. Oh. <laughs> he lost his queen pretty early on. Oh, uh, okay. So. That'll do it. Yeah. That'll Damn. Do it. So, we'll be back next week. We're going to be talking about us, going over that, and all its spoiler glory. We're probably going to be talking about some music, and maybe some other things. Not too sure yet. We're we'll going to figure it out. Yeah. So, thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you go to our Twitter, chess underscore talk. We also have the website, chesstalk.podbean.com. And, of course, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, blah, blah, blah. Give us a rating wherever you listen. Tell your friends. Thanks for downloading. Uh, episode 190 had a pretty good download week. So let us know if you'd like to see more of those types of episodes or if you like the regular format and then the 10 episodes are just a nice break. Let us know when we can do what the fans want. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. He was staring at me. I didn't know what to say. <laughs>